Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Welcome to my millennial investor. I'm Glenn James. It's been a while since I've jumped on to do an episode. What's happening out there in investing land? Have you been keeping to your strategy? Have you been continuing to look at the cost of living and as opposed to investing less and saving less, looking over and trying to optimize your budget more as the first port of call rather than taking the least path of resistance and saving less and just consuming more of that inflationary pressure that's in every part of society at the moment. And that's not always going to be easy for everyone. I myself have redone my budget and I've had to make some sacrifices. I'm eating at home more than I was eating out because I didn't want the amounts that I was investing for future Glenn to be sucked up by not only this lifestyle inflation, but real inflation as well. So, hey, we've always got to be uh, focused and dialed in. And part of this My Millennial Investor podcast is to do just that. It's just to keep you focused and dialed in. I mean, we're doing these live tours at the moment and we get the questions like, oh, what's the content like? Is it advanced content? Is it low-hanging fruit stuff? I can't really teach you advanced content because the problem, and this is just my view of the world, the more advanced we get with our content, the more you have to start to consider personal circumstances because we could talk about one advanced strategy and it might only be beneficial for 20% of the listeners and that's everyone out there. So I'm more of the view just in the way we do things at My Millennial Money is to just keep it more infotainment and encouragement and keep you plugged in. And if you want more advanced content, well, maybe, I don't know, like get some personal advice or you know, get some technical book or something like that. But that's just kind of what I think when it comes to uh, the content and what I want to do with this podcast. It's just to keep you dialed in and focused because realistically, if you are investing each month into your superannuation, you might have a little Vanguard account with a a VDGR or VDHG, you might have a self-wealth brokerage account and you might invest in, you know, IVV or DHHF or whatever that is. And what more do you need to do? Because we need to always just focus on shoveling money into portfolios that are set up and they do their thing. I mean, just think right now, what are you doing as an occupation? You might be a plumber, 
You might be in a call center. You might be, I was at a pharmacy today and excuse my voice, it's still nasally. You might be working at a pharmacy. You might be working at the front desk of a real estate. You might be a real estate salesperson. You might be a flight attendant. You might be in marketing. You might be a school teacher. You might be a nurse. You might be a hairdresser. You may be an engineer. You may be a scientist. I'm a small business owner. I run a podcast and a media company. I'm more focused on doing my day job really well and increasing my income as opposed to trying to optimize and get an extra 1% per year out of my investments. Because the more I think about investing, the older I get and the more that I am an investor, I just want good market returns for the long run. I don't want to be dicking around with trying to time the market. I don't I don't want to need to worry about, did I make the right decision by buying today or selling today and moving to another ETF? Or I don't want to buy a an ETF that is inverse. So if the market shats itself, I get more like, no, I'm just, I'm keeping it simple. I'm keeping it boring. My expectations are set that I fundamentally invest each month money that I don't consume and live off for future me. That's it. My investing is so boring. It's not sexy. No, 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 it's not. It's not bloody sexy. Wish it was. But I want to talk to you today about fear, greed, and the third component. And we'll do that right now. Also, before I get into the nitty gritty of what I want to talk about, really looking forward to meeting all of you all around Australia. There are still plenty of tickets in Melbourne and in Sydney for our live show, mymillennial.money forward slash tour. Looking forward to seeing you there. Perth and Adelaide may be sold out. Canberra, there's still some spots this Friday night. If you're listening to this, the day it drops. All right, let's do this. Last episode that I did on this podcast last month was all about telling people to chill out, calm down. There was lots of things going on in financial markets around the world. In Australia, we had big sell-offs overseas. We had big sell-offs in Australia. And usually what happens when this huge sell-off happens is people freak out. And they only freak out because they've seen it in social media, on the news, everyone talks about it, right? If you weren't following the news or social media, you actually probably wouldn't have noticed unless you're checking your investments every day. And there's basically only two things that drives people in relation to money And that's fear and greed. And that's not anything new. We all have known about that. We've all heard of it before, but it's fear and greed. So on one hand, the market tanks. Oh, I'm fearful. I don't want to lose any more money because we know that the feeling of loss is far harder to manage than the joy of gain. That's just fact. That's human emotion. We're complex bags of chemicals. We're full of emotion. The other side of that coin, the markets drop. 
the greed swings in. Oh, should I put all my emergency funds into the market so I can make some money? It's like, well, if the market didn't crash the day before, you probably would keep your emergency fund as it is for an emergency. I don't think running out to buy shares is an emergency. So we get this thing that fear and greed and everyone rushes out and they act two ways. But what we need to do with our investing is to step back and be removed from any of that stuff. The third component when it comes to our investing and money, and this third component, a lot of people don't realize, fear, greed, and the third thing, your strategy. That's the only thing you need to worry about. Someone said, what should we do if I'm with Suncorp and you know this ANZ purchase of Suncorp happens? What do we do? Probably nothing. It won't change your day-to-day life when ANZ buys Suncorp. And the reason why, you know, businesses buy other businesses, it's for incumbent distribution. You know, we've all heard of the, you know, the drink company or I think it was even Toby's Estate Coffee. Um, Coca-Cola bought half of that or a big chunk of it, I believe. uh, And if not, pretend I made it up. Or, you know, the cool new drink company that they've put all the the effort into getting the drinks in all the local stores and then the big company comes in and just scoops it up because they've already got the incumbent distribution and they can produce it for cheaper and all that and they get the scale. So what that means is if we flick it back to drinks, let's use this drinks analogy. If I'm buying a drink from my local store that's, you know, Glenn's Super Shakes and I, I buy my Glenn's Super Shakes and Glenn stops making them and he sells it to another company and they're still producing Glenn's Super Shakes. Well, the end product basically the same. I don't even notice that the head office has changed the hands and all that. I'd only stop drinking the Glenn's Super Shakes if something in my life changed and I had to come up for air and reassess. Well, then I, I just reassess. Oh, okay, are Glenn's Super Shakes still good for me or do I need to go to the other types of super shakes. And that's the same with the banking side of things and and the Suncorp thing. Like you really just keep your strategy going. So if you did have that mortgage with Suncorp and ANZ now owns Suncorp, well, we don't have to rush out and refinance our home loan with the bank down the road just because there was a change. We just play it, play the course, let it roll through. And then if our personal circumstances change, then we might say, okay, let's come up for air, need to review the mortgage, or it's about time anyway that we review. Let's have a look at, um, let's have a look at Suncorp's product. Let's have a look at ANZ. And, and sometimes what happens when different brands buy other brands, they might phase out the current product. So, you know, if you called Suncorp office, basically wanted to look at refinancing, they might just try and push you into an ANZ current product or might have their own product. So, What I'm getting at is the fear of Suncorp getting purchased by ANZ, well, just step back and worry about your own strategy. Do I need to worry about it or am I creating extra energy in my life that doesn't need to be created right now? And that's the same when markets tank. Do I need to add and create extra pressure and extra energy in my life to get my emergency fund and throw it in the market as it's a big emergency. No, well, in my list, Glenn James's list of emergencies, buying stuff when it's cheaper than yesterday isn't an emergency. 
sure, you might have extra cash save it, saved that you might want to have as an opportunity fund. And then you go, okay, yeah, well, that's cheap. I'll throw some money in. That's a different discussion. But I would say, well, you just want to be careful that you're not getting into this business of thinking that you can predict and time the market because you can't. And if you did the last two times, keep doing it. Go on, I dare you. One time you're going to get spanked. You're going to actually do your ass. And that's why my own personal strategy, like I kind of touched on at the first half of this episode, all I worry about is doing my good day job, spending less than what I earn, and then investing the rest. Because I'm a dickhead. I don't know anything. All I know is by me investing money into equity markets and growth assets over a long enough period of time, it will outperform the growth of cash and inflation. And then in 30 years, when I want to call on that income, all I'm saying is now that the market has calmed down and then, you know, the end of last week, the US market was up 2%, nothing, dead silent. No one's talking about it. Why the hell not? Because people are more impacted by that fear of loss. And when the market tanks 2%, everyone loses their shat and we all know about it. So I'm saying you're not running out today to worry about panicking and buying more or selling because there's been no prompt because it's business as usual in the markets. And these are the times that we need to come up for air and say, guess what? One day the market is going to tank another 3%. It's going to happen. Guess what? One day the market will rise 3%. Drastic events happen overnight. They happen instantly. But the good news stories simmer away in the background and no one hears about it. So if you don't have your personal budget set up, if you don't have your emergency fund set up, if you don't have a good strategy baked in and you're sticking to it, there's just no point putting money in the markets because next time something goes down, you're going to either bloody have a breakdown because you're losing money and you've got to sell or you're going to have a, a another breakdown on the other side of the coin and go, oh, should I put every living cent into the market? And this is the crazy thing. I'll leave you this because it's going on a bit long, this little jumping in saying hi podcast episode. This is the crazy thing with investing. This is why I just like to buy and move on and never sell. Someone asked me the other day, oh, Glenn, are you going to sell your investment properties? I'm like, nope. When I buy property, never any intention to sell. Sure, if someone approached me and for some weird reason wanted to pay double what the market says it's worth, yeah, I would consider that. But in the main, I buy growth assets for the long term and never sell. But within that, if a share was trading at $100 per share, okay, then it dropped by 50% back to $50, this is the wild thing. It's got to then increase 100% to get back to $100. Wild science, maths. How weird's that? So that's why I just buy, I just hold, I just invest for the long term. Each month, I keep my strategy. If the market poos itself, yeah, I'll just keep investing each month. If it's really hot and going good, meh, I just keep investing each month. Hope you're well. 
Looking forward to seeing you at our live events all around Australia. Hopefully I'll lose my nasally voice before then. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Glenn James. And as usual, this podcast was worth exactly what you paid for it. Bye. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast and Glenn James are authorised representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services licence 451289. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.